Every podcast topic is crafted and led with the thought of you in mind. And just like this podcast, I also have a published book. It's called Without Ruin, Pearls of Wisdom for the Triumphant Woman. You know, pearls are so precious you would want to protect them. But the same cannot be said about these pearls of wisdom that I've gained along the way. In my book, I've covered all the bases for living a life free from sexual compromise. I want you to have these pearls and I want you to pass them on to others around you. If this 30-second plug has captured your attention at all, you need to get the book Without Ruin Pearls of Wisdom for the Triumphant Woman. Written by me, your host, Berthina Jackson. Head to Amazon.com to get your copy. Ladies, your natural instinct is to worry. You worry about your children, your health, your relationship, and everything else under the sun. It's a classic case of worry wart syndrome. If you tend to worry needlessly, you are not alone. Welcome to the She Strives with Faith podcast with Berthina Jackson. Berthina is a two-time divorcee, single mother, and war veteran who suffered from anxiety, but learned to let go and let God. Berthina will share captivating and down-to-earth conversations on how to strive by faith. Here's your host, Berthina Jackson. Hello, beautiful ladies. Welcome to the She Strives with Faith podcast. I'm your host, Lady B. Celeste. First of all, I want to thank you for being here and listening to this episode. We're going to have a real good conversation. We're going to talk about disappointment. So you know what I want you to do? I want you to grab your favorite drink, your coffee, your water, your tea, whatever it is, and get ready, get relaxed, kick your feet up and get ready because we're going to jump into this. Now, I will tell you, disappointment has been a familiar part of my life, just like I know it has for you as well, particularly as it relates to relationships. I don't know what it is, but I just have always been disappointed when it came to relationships. When I've gone out on dates, oh my, it's always something that's going on. It's either they're emotionally detached Mm-hmm. They're not good communicators. Yeah, that too. And they don't return my calls or hmm, they don't like to spend quality time with you. I don't understand what it is, but you know what? I'm not here to gripe about my relationship problems, but I am here to share some good old information on what you can do when disappointment hits you. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into this. I want to share an inspiring story with you all. This is a story about a young lady who was engaged to be married. The ring had been picked out. The money had been saved. The wedding plans were made. But you know, a short time after the engagement was announced, the whole thing was called off because of infidelity and dishonesty of the groom. Oh my goodness. 
Wow. And you know, it was a really bad situation, especially for the lovely, wonderful, sweet young bride to be. She has suffered many other hard disappointments in her short life. But this time, oh my, she got the jump on the devil because rather than getting upset and feeling sorry for herself, she said, thank you, Lord. I found out what kind of a man he really was before the wedding and not somewhere down the road where it would have been too late to do anything about it. Wow, what a powerful story. You know, I was pleased with the way she handled that terribly disappointing situation because although she knew it was best that it happened before the wedding rather than afterwards, listen, y'all, she was still hurt, disappointed, discouraged. Oh, yes. But you know, the good thing about it is that her mother and her father encouraged her. She had a good support system. They counseled her and they prayed with her. She also says she listened to videos from various pastors and motivational speakers, and she read books that encouraged and uplifted her spirit. Wow. She also said that she came through that difficult trying time because her faith and trust were not in faulty man, but in the never failing Jesus. She says she kept looking to Jesus as her example of perseverance in the face of disappointment and discouragement. Mm, we can learn something from her story. Am I right or am I right? So as you continue to listen to what I'm going to share in the next few minutes, I hope that this will help you to stop disappointment in its track. I hope that it will help you to deal with disappointment in a more positive way. You see, it's like having an umbrella that magically repels rain. No more unexpected downpours just like no more unexpected letdowns. And listen, sister friend, I can assure you, if you live long enough on this earth, you're going to experience disappointment sooner or later, and you're going to need Jesus to pick you up from the floor. But okay, let me get more into this. I believe it's important to define the word disappoint because we all got different meanings. According to Webster's Dictionary, to disappoint means not meeting our hopes, desires, or expectations. In simpler terms, when we're really looking forward to something, wishing for it, or expecting it to happen, and it doesn't, whew, that's when we feel disappointed. We've all been there, right? Listen, disappointment is a fact of life. One that must be faced and dealt with because it leads to discouragement, which ultimately leads to devastation if it's not confronted. You know, too often as women, we end up devastated and we don't understand why. You see, we don't realize the problem began a long time ago, starting with disappointment, which was an indicator of more serious problems ahead. And by that, I mean, disappointment can turn into deep depression, desolation, and isolation. It can also mess with your confidence and self-esteem. I know all about it because I've been there and done that. Okay, listen, let me tell you something. If I wake up in the morning sneezing with a slight sore throat and feeling a bit of a headache, I recognize I know that I'm catching a cold. But I have found out that if I pray, take some extra vitamin C and A and get some more rest, many times I can head off the sickness. But I got to be quick. I can't I can't let it just linger and linger. I got to get in front of it. And instead of it running its course for two weeks, 
I can reduce the effects of that cold by at least a week. Oh, yes. Anyway, everyone knows that disease is often accompanied by early symptoms, signs that something is not right and needs to be attended to before it gets worse. How many times have you ignored a red flag in your relationship because you didn't think it was worth paying attention to? You didn't try to get ahead of it. You know, that man, he lied to you multiple times. He got caught cheating. That's disappointing. He ignored you. He's not reliable. He's selfish. He's self-centered. That's disappointment. He's critical. He's emotionally unavailable. And he doesn't communicate. That is more disappointment. And the list goes on and on and on. You see, ladies, those are signs to let you know what you can expect if you proceed with dealing with this man. Again, that's how disappointment comes into play. Disappointment is always preceded by telltale signs that we need to take aggressive action against what we can sense is coming against us. God gave us Mm-hmm. He did. He gave us discernment, ladies. So waiting until you're feeling very, very sad or upset, like being in a dark place called depression and despair, makes it much harder to fix the problem. There's a saying that goes, it's better to stop something bad from happening early rather than trying to fix it later when it's much, much worse. So ladies, as soon as you realize you're disappointed or something is bothering you, it's essential to do something about it. This way, you can stop it from getting worse and causing more problems for you in the long run. It's all about taking action to make things better as soon as possible. So let me ask you a question. Who do you know that if they smell something stanky, coming from their fridge or garbage wouldn't take the necessary time to figure out what the nasty smell is and immediately get rid of it. Picture this. You deserve to be treated kindly and respectfully by everyone in your life, especially by men. Just like you wouldn't want stinking garbage in your house, you also don't want people who don't treat you well in your life. So let go of those people just like you would throw out the stinking garbage to keep your life free from disappointment, get rid of the garbage. Ladies, my sisters, my dear beautiful ones, the bottom line is life comes with moments when things don't go as we hoped. And it's important to stay positive when this happens. Now, if you feel disappointed It's okay to admit it and feel upset for a little while. However, it's not good to stay sad for too long. Take action. Get rid of the person that's causing the disappointment. Okay? Instead, use that disappointment as a chance to learn and grow. Think about what happened and try to figure out how you can do better or find a different way to reach your goals, to have a better relationship Don't stick with something that ain't working. And then you know what? Talk to your friends and family. They can give you advice and support. They oftentimes know what's going on. Remember, disappointments can actually motivate you to achieve even greater success later on. So think of them as helpful lessons, not roadblocks, okay? And then keep it going. Keep it moving.
Now, going back to that woman who found out that her fiance was unfaithful. Ha <laughs> ha. Listen to this, y'all. I followed up on her story. And guess what? She is married to a wonderful man. You see, everything worked out for her good. God has something better in store for her. That's what I'm talking about. So with that being said, we are now at a place where I want to invite you to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You know, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for you. If you would like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you must first acknowledge your sins. Secondly, believe in your heart that Jesus died for you. And finally, repent, confess, and forsake your sins. And then I want you to say the following prayer out loud and mean it from your heart. Here we go. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe in my heart that he died on the cross for my sins. I believe that you raised him from the dead for my justification. Lord Jesus, come into my heart right now. I receive you today as my personal Lord and Savior. I give you all the glory. If you have sincerely prayed this prayer, then you are now born again. Congratulations, my sister. Welcome to God's family. And God bless you. Listen, thank you for coming with me and joining me on the She Strives with Faith podcast. I'm so happy you were able to take a moment, take time out of your busy day to listen to this message of encouragement and hope and wisdom that I wanted to share with you. I want you to have a phenomenal day. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to the She Strives with Faith podcast. To hear more about how you can tap into the power of striving with faith, join her next week. If you found value in the episode, give her a rating or tell a friend about the show. Follow Berthina on Facebook and Instagram for a more personal chat. Until next time, strive to keep faith alive. Thank you so much for listening. It was really great spending time with you. Once again, I'm Berthina Jackson, author of Without Ruin, Pearls of Wisdom for the Triumphant Woman, purchasable at Amazon.com. Feel free to reach out to me on Facebook and Instagram. I look forward to hearing from you. Till next time, Berthina. Berthina.